Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 7.30 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other. <laughs> Alright, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs> You're listening to the Never Heard of It podcast. A Night Shift Radio original. Every week we bring you the good, the bad, the weird, and lesser known streaming movies. Hit subscribe for new episodes every Thursday and Sunday. You see my sticker? Uh, I, I see that you have a sticker. It appears to be a skull. I voted. Yeah. Look at you. It's got the it's got the St. Louis flag overlaid with the 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 skyline, and it says I vote. I like Pr- proud city, proud voter. Awesome. Uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Today was primary day, so. Oh um, yeah, Michigan. Yep. Or, yeah. Um, Missouri. Missouri. Is that yes. Where you live. Yes. Yeah. Which is is not Michigan for for better or worse. I yeah. do not I do not live in Michigan. Uh yeah. So yeah, I had adventure today. I, I took Penelope to the groomer, which people. If you run any kind of appointment-based service job, I am begging you, if someone makes an appointment for 9.30 a.m. and you know that they're just dropping off their their tiny child who is going to spend the next six hours in your care, Woof. give a brother a heads up. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, that's a long time to not know. I did not plan my day around... Like that kind of time frame, I figured like I'd go with her, I'd wait, like maybe it takes like an hour, right? Like, and that's like that's that's pushing it because she's very small. She you is know, ever so tiny. You know, she's very yeah. so she's adorable though. She's she's good. Like she's all cut down. And she's really short, uh, really short fur. It's adorable, very velvety. Um, but yes, like some sort of forewarning. Like before, like I you know when I got there, she's like, oh, it could be like three to five hours. I mean, it was six, mind you, and Jeez. like. I had to be like there waiting in the parking lot. Just happened to be to be there when one of them stepped out for a smoke break because the person who was supposed to call me had just left, and like who knows when they were actually going to call. So I am begging you, if you know, like if, if you you know your service takes a long time, and you schedule for someone to, for an appointment, make sure that they know your service takes a long. Yeah, time. no kidding. I, I just think that's a that's a good common courtesy that I feel like is not that big of a deal to just be like, hey. We take a while. We used to yeah. do that at Apple all the time. People yeah. come in and be like, "How long is it going to be?" And be like, "Dude, it's going to be a while. It's, like, it's, you're going to be here for a bit, right? Like, we're yeah. busy. You know, uh, look around, like, man. There's a hundred of us, but like five hundred of you. There's a uh, lot of us. Although, to be fair, at at the Apple Store, it, it was kind of the same process. Like, if if someone made a reservation in advance, 
uh, they could still show up and it could still be in, like hours worth of waiting. That's yeah. how fucked up that was. I mean, same uh, with the doctors and stuff like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I just feel like it's all those sort of places that just fall behind for whatever and, reason. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not even mad that it, like it took a while. I just, I, I wish that I had known that I would have planned my day differently. Uh, but anyway, you know, I, I went and I sat at a coffee shop and had a, entirely too many beverages uh, right. while I waited and tried to read but couldn't concentrate. I wandered a Target, but there's only... Only so much time you can spend looking at stuff that you're not going to buy. Uh, I went and I tried a New Mexican place. It was all right. Not great. Yeah. Uh, all of that done, I finally went and got my dog. I came home. I watched uh, our, our movie for today. And then uh, it, like immediately when that was done, got back in the car, went over to vote. <laughs> so <laughs> it's been a, been a weird day. Came it's home, been a weird day. Well, at least ate, you didn't now find, we're doing this. Uh, at least you didn't find a slab of wood with a Ouija board on it. Ouija shark. Do, 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 do. And Ouija that being shark. said, hello and welcome to the Never Heard of It podcast. I'm your host, Michael Fight, And I'm familiar with the occult. <laughs> Dude, her dad is the coolest part about this whole movie. Oh my God. So... You used the 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 word irredeemable at one point, and yes. I'm I'm almost with you. I I I do think that this movie had a chance to redeem itself, and uh, in like the last moments, like the very end, went from like attempted horror to full on comedy. I'm uh, like, why did we just lean into this the whole time? Because I feel like you wanted to, but you just like something held you back, friends. Something yeah. held you back. Yeah. So uh, for those of you, you know, again, if you saw the title of this episode or if this is just on autoplay and we're your next podcast that you're listening to, the episode <laughs> that we're uh, doing today is called Ouija Shark. Ouija and Shark. Do, 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 Ouija Shark. <laughs> basically, our theme for this month is we're trying to answer the question that aside from Jaws, are there any good shark movies? Well, I'll tell you, we're not answering that question today. <laughs> so out of four weeks, uh, we so far are at a uh, not not a good start. So no, we've we're, got, we're, we're 0 for 2. In. Yeah, we're 0 for 2 right now. So it's uh, it's not looking great, let me <laughs> tell you. Um, but yeah, so we uh, we watched the movie Ouija Shark, which is currently streaming on all the freemium sites, uh, things like Tubi TV, Plex, Pluto, all those stuff. So it's all on demand. Uh, this movie clocks in at about an hour 10. Um, yeah. It's pretty short. Um, it could be shorter. Honestly, like... It could I, not exist. I, yeah, it could have just not happened at all. Um, yeah, like a, the good 10 minutes of it was just the credits at the end where they do the whole thing where like they... Showing like splice back in yeah. scenes of, of a character with their their name like their their actor name and whatnot uh and then actually roll the credits which seemed like they were just spaced out way too far like they could have it could have been a 30 second credit so there was like seven people involved in this film in the whole film yeah <laughs> yeah for real uh, um so yeah like realistically about an hour's worth of actual runtime, and even that, as you said, like they could, they could have shaved off more. Of this this much like much like last week's. There was there was a short here. There was oh there was yeah. a there was a fun funny horror ish short somewhere in this movie. Um, but you, you you tried to stretch it just a little too far. 
Yeah, I, I, you know, I think, you know, when I think back about um, uh, Noah's Shark and Ouija Shark, it, it, they all feel like SNL skits that went on too long. <laughs> like, okay, yep. Because like Noah's Shark is funny, you know, like this is Land Shark, right? Like this is the Land Shark skit, but just juxtaposed onto different mediums, you know? Like that's all this really is, is it's one joke, like... You know, somebody was like, what if it's a Ouija board, but it's possessed by a shark instead? What if, you know, you know, or they went to type Noah's Ark and ended up reading Noah's shark and was like, oh, my God, I got an idea. You yeah. know, but like it again, that's a skit. It's a skit worth of a joke. You know, it's set up punchline and they just were like, we can do this for over an hour. Yeah. And like the concepts are funny. Yeah. And like some of the execution for like for this one in particular was funny. There were a few moments that I was like, that's funny. Yeah. But like the number of times we have we've have hammered on like these particularly these like 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 sub B movies, like D movies uh yeah. for like continuity errors and for just like not like really phoning it in like this honestly is one of the worst that I've seen for just like not even caring if it makes any sense at all. And I am like the, my, my, the jury's out on whether or not I think that that goes in favor or against this movie. All I know is it was very blatant. I, but it brings up a question unrelated to the film that I want to talk about. Okay. All right. You die, right? How dare you? I know. <laughs> Presumptuous. Are you, are you threatening me, sir? <laughs> <laughs> right. Or with a good time. Um, so you, you die. You okay. come back as a ghost. I'm with you. No matter what you are, right? Floating, shark in the air, humanoid, you know, whether you're non-corporeal or you are corporeal via, like, uh, the Maitlands in uh, uh, Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Do the laws of physics still apply to you? So here's here's my question. If I'm a non-corporeal spirit, Casper, okay. right? Sure, sure. Can I then travel at seemingly the speed of light since I have zero resistance? Nothing is slowing me down. There's no wind resistance. There's no friction in my body. Like, can't I just fucking be like, bloop, and just speed of light travel? I would say... Not teleport, I need to clarify. Not yeah. teleport. I mean, literally travel at the speed of light. So, on the one hand, I like you know that one of my personal theories about ghosts or spirits is that it really is... Like, there is some essential energy that makes up life. Sure. Uh, call it a soul if you want. I don't care. Like, I, I don't try to name it. Right. Uh, I just think that, like, we, we are made up of both matter and energy. I feel like that that's pretty, We're pretty straightforward. Made of stars. Yeah. Moby, Moby right? <laughs> I think yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, in like, once our physical, once our matter is done mattering, uh, the energy has to go somewhere. So I feel like ghosts theoretically are just the laws of thermodynamics at work. Okay, sure. sure. Yeah. So uh, by that reasoning, spirits would have to like be somewhat bound by the laws of physics because they're energy, if yep. that's the case. Yeah. Uh, but that said, we don't know like what kind of energy or what method that energy 
travels by if it's pure energy if it's if it's particles like light light is a particle and light has a speed at which it travels uh sound is a wave sound has speed at which it travels so like theoretically the energy that makes up you would have some sort of speed at which it travels um i would say that one's uh maximum speed is probably defined by physics one's actual speed is probably defined more by personality well, so that's what I was wondering is like, <laughs> like if I die, like if I die and I'm corporeal, but I'm, would I just run as fast as I could run when I was alive? Because that's like what my body, my like body is able, like if I'm, you know, like I said, the Maitlands is a really great example. They mm-hmm. were somewhat, you know, they could like go through walls and do, you know, some floaty magic ghost shit. But like at the same time, you know, like they were they were still limited by by what they were on earth but like casper could like fly through walls and like seemingly pop up everywhere so if he can go through things can he just fucking you know usain bolt that shit like what's up so here's where it gets real philosophical because i love that i'm requesting like a real answer from you and you're like i got and i'm let's go i I have one i'm gonna give it (laughs) to you that's the best part about it I think your example of the Maitlands versus Casper actually reinforces uh, where I'm going with this theory because the Maitlands are were a reasonably fresh death, right? They had died within yeah. like a decade or so of the the uh, the family moving in of uh, the Dietzes, yeah, the, the Dietzes, yeah. I believe uh, it was just under ten years, and so like they were still newly dead and were still learning what it meant to be dead. I mean, we literally see them getting the handbook for the recently deceased or whatever it's called in the, yep. in the book. So they're learning what it is to be dead. So my wallet is, by the way, I have my wallet is the handbook <laughs> for the recently deceased. I it's, believe that. Whereas Casper uh, was what, like eighteen hundreds? Like he Casper was, like, was eighteen hundreds, yeah, because so, he was a a fancy young boy, stable yeah. boy, or some nonsense like that. So theoretically, Casper has been dead for at least a couple of centuries at this point, uh, long enough to lose largely any connection to what his physical appearance was in life and become more of a traditional, like, white, misty, blobish ghost that we we see in a lot of, uh, specifically in cartoon horror, but in horror in general. Uh, uh, of, I do also want to point out that white, misty, blobby ghost is what I look like naked. Go that's on. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also long enough to have learned a little bit more of how this whole being dead thing works. So I think right. it's something where like, as you start to lose the psychological constraints of like, I can't do that. I never could do that. And realize like, Oh wait, I'm not held back by the same physical restraints that I was in life. I think you would see that. Yes. Theoretically you could get much faster. Are you telling me I can dodge bullets? I, Yes, I am telling you that because like you you wouldn't be physical, so like you wouldn't have to dodge, well, but you be... you still could. No, Neo, I'm saying I'm when you. the time comes, you won't have to. Yeah. God damn it! I wish I'd known that line because that would have been perfect. That line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so so you're probably wondering why did we just go off on a rant about that for ten minutes? And the reason is is because the shark is mm-hmm. a is, is that it gets summoned from this Ouija board is a ghost shark. 
but there are several instances in which people are able to literally, well, I mean, attempt to outrun the shark, but all of them just stop running for some reason. Like, thank you're, you. You're pace. You're outpacing a fucking shark. You keep going. You, if you were being chased by a ghost shark, why would you ever stop running? I mean, I, for the rest of your life. I literally, never. <laughs> so I would be running across the fucking Atlantic if I had to. Like. I would be I would be eaten by a real shark before that ghost shark ever fucking caught me. Like Holy shit, my phone just in a like heartbeat blew up out of nowhere, and I forgot I had it not in do not disturb. I'm like, what is happening? Oh my what god, is, why is it's ghost shark coming at me? It, yeah. Like, kind of felt like that, yeah. So, <laughs> so that's the thing. So that's kind of what I was wondering is like because like and these aren't like athletic people like these are these are younger girls and and like some you know regular ass dude and they fucking outrun most of the time this ghost shark but for some reason they all just stopped running and that's when they got chomped by a ghost shark which in all fairness is a really cool way to die um but only if someone witnesses to tell the tale right and like at least two of them specifically run right up to and put their back against the same tree while turning to face their oncoming doom when they still had plenty of like a a head start and plenty of room left to just keep running forever never stop running yeah um so i mean i uh, think that's a good enough rule when you're being chased by anything like literally just don't stop running mm -hmm, mm -hmm, forever mm -hmm. yeah it's just like i don't know until it stops running (laughs) pretend you're in uh, it follows yeah (laughs) never stop running and then just go sleep with someone and be like whoo them yeah, I mean, if uh, if that logic worked in this movie, then uh, Tiffany would have been fine. Yeah, <laughs> yep. T- Tiffany, the the one friend who, like, when they all get together, as, uh, like, you know, we're out of order here, but it doesn't matter. They all it get together matter. at like the friends, like friend of family or house, whatever that they're going to be like house sitting and having a pool party at. They all get there and she immediately sees dad bod next door washing his Honda Accord, and she's like, "I'm going to get me some of that." Nope, like. Somebody asks about her once, but yeah. for the next day and a half, nobody thinks to check on her. Like nobody wonders where she is and like people start dying. Nobody thinks like, oh my God, like what about tip? No, she's just like, she just wanders over like a day and a half later. Like what I miss? I mean, like and half her friends are dead. <laughs> she's also wearing the exact same outfit. So like the implication is, is that she sees dad bod washing the car goes over and they start doing the sexy slow motion car wash thing together mm-hmm. and don't stop for a day and a half. They continue to wash the car for a day and a half because she's wearing the exact same outfit with the continuity of having taken off her shirt to reveal her white bra or her white, whatever undertop. It's a swimsuit. Cause yeah. they're having a pool party. Yeah. It, right. Or something, but like, Michael. so she, she was just wearing that the entire time. Yeah. Michael, do do we have to have the talk? Because I'm I'm kind of sad for you that that's what you think the implication was. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, okay, listen. Listen. First you, off, you know I that they fucked, child. right? <laughs> you, you know they're totally boning, right? Yes. You know that like they finished washing the car and then they went into Dad's Bod's house and like had sex all night, right? For like a day. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll accept that. <laughs> So here, but like she never comes over to check never on everyone comes over else. To, Nobody wonders where she is. Nobody like this is a, a movie off where like, her friends are like, yeah, whatever. This this is a a like a, a twenty twenty film, I think. So yeah, uh, twenty twenty. Well, and, yeah, and it is set to reasonably modern times. So like everyone has cell phones. Like nobody texts her, nobody calls her, nobody like nothing. 
well, the Tiffany, twist like, ending. Tiffany could have like Tiffany could have easily survived this whole thing if she just stayed with Dad Bod because no it, one fucking cared to right? check on her and like the shark wasn't going to get her where he was. So yeah, I I also think the the plot of it being some friend of her dad's house that they were house sitting was just so unnecessary. She could have just been like, it's my house and I have a pool and that's it. Like, yeah. And it, okay. would have, it would have changed nothing. First of all, where does this movie take place? Because, okay, it starts out with Jill. Yeah, yep. Jill is the main character. Uh, uh, I and believe she, so. Yeah, punk she, rock Jill. Yep, she pulls off the side of the road in the woods somewhere, gets out of her car, waits all of three seconds before deciding she's waited long enough for her friends who were supposed to meet her there, and then fucks off like through the woods down to like a super rocky beach. Okay. Yeah, so like we're kind of like state parkish, sure, with me. Something, yeah. But then, like when they like her friends finally do call, they're like, "Oh yeah, we're at the house already," and she just like leaves her car there and like walks to the house, which is clearly like somewhere in the suburbs. Oh, it is a full on suburb. It's not like on the edge of this this park. It is yeah. definitely like you know ten miles down the road. And then later we have the the other couple who go to have their picnic in the middle of the park, yeah. which may or may not actually be near the beach. We never see that. Just, there's just a picnic table in the middle of the woods. Well, the the water, for it being a shark, the water is irrelevant for this shark. Completely. Yeah, like and it doesn't need water. It floats y- in the air. Yeah, and then the like. One of the friends decides to go to the grocery store later and cuts through the park, like the like I, the woods, instead yeah. of like taking any of the like. I mean, l- listen, I understand that you know suburbs aren't designed for walkability. I get that, but like, borrow someone's car. There was clearly cars there, several because they yeah. roll up in a car. Yeah, yeah, and get, like, get tip your dad bod to drive you. His car's nice and fresh and clean. I do not understand. I do. Yeah, it totally. Yeah. Is. Nobody knows. Nobody knows who Deadbot is though, because nobody saw Tiff go over there. And she literally cared. just fucks off like right at the start of this party. Nobody cares. Literally, she doesn't even make it through the door. She literally <laughs> like walks up to the house and goes, "Oh, what? and then walks over there as they're like, you know, where's the key to the house? Okay. So I have a major grievance though that is unrelated to the film but related to the movie as a whole okay go on in imdb when you select a movie there is a more like this option yeah velocipastor is one of the movies that is listed as more like this fucking imdb you better watch your fucking mouth because first (laughs) off velocipastor is a fucking masterpiece of cinema it is now that is a joke that lasts exactly as long as it should last. That movie was fucking hilarious the whole way through because it knew exactly what it was doing. Mm -hmm. Whereas this movie, and just like the one we did last week with Noah Shark, it's a good idea, but the pe- neither of the two people were uh, competent enough. I don't mean that in a smart way. I mean that in like a writing com- comedic way to pull it off. Yeah. That's it. They, they weren't competent enough with comedy to pull this off. The one, one of two things that I, I will give them credit. We'll get to the second one later. I think you hinted at it earlier. One of two things that I, I, I kind of have to give them the nod for doing, uh, is one, they totally fooled me with the introduction of Jill 
in the beginning because like going into this knowing it's going to be horror adjacent oh, we yeah. see a young woman by herself at the lake she goes swimming i'm like cool first death first death. I'm like i'm looking at her swimsuit and it's got this like weird ass like giant buckle thing that sits right on her hip on i'm like that's got to be uncomfortable and ellen's like yeah that would be i was like but not as uncomfortable as being eaten by a shark which is about to happen <laughs> yeah. and then they totally fool you and she's actually like the the protagonist she's the final, she's, girl. She's the final girl and i'm like yeah. oh you fucking got me you sons of bitches <laughs> which is i mean in all fairness is super clever you know because like uh, I remember watching Scream for the first time and uh, like the first Scream and seeing Drew Barrymore in the opening mm-hmm. scene. And I'm like, oh shit, like Drew Barrymore is going to be in this whole movie. And then she gets fucked up within the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, they killed Drew Barrymore. Like that's, that that's bold. <laughs> that's That was my reaction. We talked about yeah. Deep Blue Sea. That was my reaction when they took Sam out Jackson. Sam Jackson. <laughs> yeah, when they take like, him off like almost right in the beginning of the movie. Like, yeah. oh shit, they paid a lot of money for that 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in all fairness, it was the early 2000s and back then uh, movies of that caliber could only have one black person in it. So no. LL Cool J must have won the handshake on that one oh. uh, because that's how racist Hollywood was back then where they're like mm, two black people I don't mm. know only if we get to kill one right away <laughs> we gotta kill one of them right away we can't we can't have two oh black people God. in our movie it's Are you true me? I hate this it is, but you're right it is yeah well I mean ah. that was always the joke uh there's actually a really funny joke in um uh not another teen movie where oh, there's that, was a, a, the, that was so great that's a great sit where the the black kid's sitting there and he's drinking the thing and another one shows up and he's like yo man what are you doing? And he was like, having a drink. What do you mean? He was like, I'm sorry. I'm the token black guy in this movie. And he's like, shit, I am so sorry. (laughs) And he like hands him his drink. He's like, this is yours. I'm sorry. Good luck. Good luck. I see you. I'll see you, man. I'll see you at church. (laughs) And then he bounces out. And the guy's like, yeah. Yeah, what a what a another clat like underrated. Not another teen movie is such an underrated comedy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that and movie like, is, is is fiercely underrated. There was that whole like genre that popped up around like parodying these these famous movies. You know the yeah. scary movie franchise and stuff like that. And like that yep. just became like a thing for a while. Uh, in my opinion, that is hands down the best of all of them. Of all of them, I no. cannot think of a single parody film. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people will argue the scary movie, uh, movies. The original was good. They just, they went downhill so fast. They just got, they, they became parodies of themselves, uh, Mm -hmm. towards the end. Uh, but I, I, not another teen movie hits like, you know, all of my fave, you know, romantic comedies. Like it hits like, she's all that. And like, can't hardly wait. And you know, uh, she's the man. And like, it hits a lot of those really, really great movies that I like. But it does it so well. And Chris Evans. No, guys, I forgot he's in there. Chris that. Evans oh is God, one of the main characters. Right. He's the main you're dude. Right. And then it's uh uh I forgot what her name is, Skylar or something is is the uh the other girl. But God, that movie is so good. I'm gonna uh, have to find and watch that movie again because not another team movie is just flawless. I'm pretty sure it's streaming. I'm pretty sure oh, I see I it every now and then when I'm when yeah. I'm putting probably on Netflix or something. It's probably on Netflix, yeah. So, so Jill goes to the beach by herself in the yep. the beginning of this movie, and accidentally, which is well, yeah. also fucking weird. She again, she just like 
everyone's supposed to meet me here. Oh, I've waited long enough. Bitch, no, you haven't. Like, you're not even trying. But anyway, she goes. goes, But it was also another unnecessary plot because it was that she got bad directions. So the directions accidentally put her at a lake so we could have a shark fake out. That didn't make any fucking sense. It could have been maybe they said, oh, we're going to meet at the lake. And then they were like, oh, no, we're just going to go to fucking tiff's house or i don't know who fucking cares house you know like and then she could have been like ah well i'm at the lake and they're like we'll come to this house we're going to be here instead this is that's one of the continuity things that that bothered me so much though because she gets there she parks she's like where is everybody and she goes down to the lake and you know she sunbathes for a bit she swims for a little bit she gets the phone call and she's like you're there already we were supposed to meet at the parking lot but then, like, she finally gets to the house later on and says, those were the worst directions I ever had. Yeah. But, like, we already know that this area is, like, easily walkable. Yeah. So, like, like you make no sense. Like, either None you were whatsoever. all planning on meeting at the lake and then going to the house, or you weren't, and she's just a dumbass. And, like, that that doesn't seem right. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, she, she's in the water, and, of course, we think, like, ah, oh, shark attack, it's going down. And, like, yep. something bumps into her leg, and she gets freaked out. She gets out of the water. I'm like, ah, fuck, so close. Uh, but then she sees the Ouija board, which is, like, a straight-up, like, Marshall's of, uh, home goods, like yeah, it's a piece of, Noah's, <laughs> piece of the cursed ark. Yeah. No, it's like straight off of like a, a home goods shelf or something like that. It literally yeah. has like a, a twine so you can like hang it on the wall of your ear. Like in this house, we uh, summon demons or whatever. <laughs> like, and it's very do. clearly like hand etched and like carved out on the side. It's, it's fucking. It's. <sighs> It's like playing from Ed, Ed, and Eddie, but like with with letters and numbers. <laughs> That's literally all it is. It's it's pretty wild that this is what they they didn't just do a real Ouija board, which I guess they can't. I'm sure the imagery is probably copyrighted or whatever. I don't um, think that it is because like playing Ouija boards get used all the time for everything. It's just a fucking I, like, I think, Hasbro I game think, or whatever. Yeah, but I think you have to get the license to show it. I would. I don't know. That's a thing to uh, find out. You know but, what? Uh, I was going to Google search it, but I'm not. I, don't, yeah, I, mean, I realized not I don't actually care. <laughs> so eventually they're doing their swimmy thing and they're just, you know, hanging out. Tiff is fucked off to fuck off. And uh, uh, um, Tiff, Tiff fucked off and is off fucking. Um, so Tiff is off doing whatever. All the girls are kind of hanging out and they're like, well, what are we going to do tonight? And they're like, well, that's what we're figuring out right now. And then Jill's like, I know what we can do, motherfuckers. And this is Caleb, your your favorite part. <laughs> yes. So as the like, so they presumably had been swimming for hours uh, at, at this point as they get out and are sitting completely dry at the uh, the outdoor dining table, which is round. They are they're sitting around the table. Yeah, around the, the table. Gotcha. She goes and gets the wheezy board. The wheezy board. Uh, <laughs> she takes her wheezy board and sits on the ground and says, come on, everybody, we have to sit in a circle for it to work. Bitch, you were just sitting in a circle. A you made everyone leave a, a pre-existing circle to go make a new one with you. And, like, you don't even know these girls. You're the college friend. Like, you just right. showed up here. Like, everyone else here is, like, a tight-knit group of friends, and you were someone's roommate. You were, like, Donna? You were Donna's roommate or something? Like, Yeah, yeah, Donna, like, yep. Who are you to tell them to leave one circle to go to another? That that feels like a metaphor for the whole thing of like her trying to break into their circle of friends. Right. I I mean, <laughs> that, that would have been a reasonable one, but it's not. That was a stretch even for me. Yeah. So 
they they do the Ouija board. It, it you know it, they go through this whole spiel of like what's your name hungry how did you die hungry, hungry which, which is fucking hilarious i mean that is that was good die hungry <laughs> yep and then it just says die die hungry and then the shark gets summoned people start dying but i want to bring up the best and most important part about this movie is that Jill, uh, you know, who is like very punk rock, you know, like she wears she wears black and, you know, she's got, you know, piercings and <laughs> tattoos and stuff like that. And all the other friends are very preppy uh feeling. I love it. Jill's wearing a, a shirt for a band called Goat, which features a goat playing some sort of uh like crazy guitar. Uh, uh Goat does the uh the theme song during the end credits. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're an actual say, band. Is, is the one that did the music for this. So this is another uh, one of those things where like someone's like, oh, we gotta get my friend's band in this. And I'm yep. like, fuck yeah. You, fuck you, yeah. you get your friend's band in you this. You get your friend's band. Dude, I, I mean, if you can get your friend's band in your movie, you get your friend's band in your fucking movie. Like, mm-hmm, don't be mm-hmm. a dick. Get your friend's <laughs> band in your movie. Caleb's band's probably gonna be Insomnium. So Hashtag like, hype your friends, y'all. Hype your friends whenever you can, dude. All right, so... <laughs> All this shit goes bonkers. Jill's like, all right, fuck this. I'm calling my dad. So she calls her dad. (laughs) The best part about this whole movie is the dad. He's so great. Uh, Like this, uh, as far as I can tell, this movie takes place in in Canada. So I think her dad might, might, uh, if not in real life, at least in the character, I think is supposed to be native Canadian. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so so Jill's dad, uh, played by uh, John uh, Miglior, uh, who was the uh, uh, one of the writers for this movie. Oh um, yeah, yeah. So so John is the uh, is the resident occult dad, uh, which you know what though, like that's gonna end up being me. You know, yes. where like Juniper's gonna call me one day and he'll be like, "Well, I know a thing or two about the occult." Here's what you gotta do, and I'm gonna do a tarot reading uh, about it. I played with this bespoke Ouija board I found at the lake, and I yeah. had this really crazy dream. Oh, I think I, I think I bet I could find some. Let me do some research, which is just him like on Wikipedia. <laughs> no, right. he actually he has books and shit. Like he's oh, yeah. he's yeah. thumbing through ancient tomes about like uh, about the occult and about spirit animals and like what each animal represents if, if used in your totem. And I'm like, huh. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he, he did a whole. I mean, he does a whole tarot reading about, it and he's like, ah, hmm, so this must be the shark. Hmm, what's that next card? Death. Whoa! I'm like, yeah. I mean, come on, man. Saw that one. I love it. It was the uh, the world. Who's like, well, to me, that's Jill. And then it's like the uh, I forget what the the next one was. Um, yeah. He's like, oh, that must be the shark. Oh, the Diablo, the devil. Yeah, like that yeah. must be the shark. And then turns over the death card. It's like. Oh, this is more serious than I thought. <laughs> like, and, the, the first two were. Um, side note: I was actually going to try to get a tarot reading uh, this week because I'm I'm off for yeah. the week, as you know. Um, and there's a, a new little uh, witchy boutique that opened up down the street, and they have uh, you can do online booking for a tarot reading, either like a, totally a short, like general reading, or like an expanded reading. I absolutely was going to, but they only do currently uh, Fridays and Saturdays, and I'm going to be out of town. Uh, a friend of mine does topless tarot readings, so that's a fun little thing that she a service she offers. <laughs> I feel oh. like it's, like what an interesting business model. Uh, that, that but is, she 
fucking makes a killing at it as a as a side job. So good for her. Um, uh, I mean, good for listen, man. Hey, entrepreneurs, fucking make it, make, make it your work. money, baby. Make your money however you need to make it. I like. So, I'm I'm speechless from like being impressed. Like, hell yeah, good for her. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and the other thing I've recently learned is that you can't buy a tarot deck. You're not supposed to buy your own tarot deck. It's supposed to be gifted to you. That is that is the important thing about it. As I slowly turn to look at the tarot deck that I bought that's sitting on my bookshelf. <laughs> yeah, I so haven't opened it yet, though. So, so like, you should gift it to somebody and then imply them. that you want a tarot deck and have someone gift one to you. So you're supposed, it's supposed to be gifted to you because if you buy it, it's tainted. Ah, see, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't even necessarily want it. I just I thought the artwork was cool. It's a D&D yeah, tarot deck. And oh, so, see, like, that's fucking just, dope. The artwork stuff, and I, I absolutely would gift and probably will gift it to someone because it was one of those things that bought it. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with this, but <laughs> yeah, like... Don't tarot read, but this it, is cool looking. It seems too cool not to buy, and I'll figure it out as I go. Like, well, fuck it, we'll do it live, you know? <laughs> right, fuck it, we'll do it live, yeah. So, okay, so the shark's loose. It kills a bunch of people, one of <laughs> which is, is Jill's dad gets fucking killed. Um, oh and... Then has a full-on Doctor Strange spirit world battle with it. I I don't understand. <laughs> like the That's... shark shoots like fucking you know like Hadoukens at you know Hadoukens <sighs> at the at him and he's putting up Doctor Strange spirit barriers. I don't fucking know. Oh my god. So yeah. So the the shark goes on a on the rampage. It, it kills the couple in the woods. It kills like. All of Jill's friends. Yeah. Uh, Tiff only made, uh, almost made it. If only she'd either stayed at Dad Bond's house or just kept running when she had the chance. But yep. she stumbled and then she backs into the tree and she dies. Um, some of them get really funny deaths. Like Donna finds like so the one of their uh, friends is a stoner and like tries to get the shark high and the shark eats her. That's hilarious. Sure, Donna finds the bloody arm and is like, Oh my God. And just as she's freaking out, the sharks out of nowhere chomps on her. That was sure. hilarious. Yep. But yeah, so the, the dad fucking like, like stumbles on, like figures out the secret of the shark, finds the shark, uh, the, like summons it while he's at this like fortune teller reading where she's got like a crystal ball. Like he takes the crystal ball from her, summons the shark and it kills her. He ends up in the spirit world and Jill like, like reaches out to the Ouija again. Like, is there anyone that can help me? And it spells out dad. And she's like, Oh my God, it's my dad. He's dead. But then, like you said, he's full on like up in the clouds, like just straight up fighting this shark. And it like, he said something to the effect that like, I have to use my, magical like spirit barriers or something like yeah, that and i like, fucking he's cheered like, I'm in out the spirit loud world i needed to use my spirit barrier and i was like fucking i cheered <laughs> out loud when that happened i was yeah, screaming <laughs> like, that's so funny fuck and, yes and there's like a really weird wo- moment where jill has like this badass like arm up moment and it just it's, is fucking pointless because it's, it's a ghost shark your bullets she, aren't doing anything she puts on a pair of jeans and a leather jacket zips up her fucking studded boots and pulls a shotgun out of her trunk uh, which is another moment that i full-on yelled at because like what the fuck what the fuck like why i think why i scared penelope because i literally yelled what the fuck as soon as i haven't put up it just gets up and runs away like, fine i gotta go because yeah. she thought i was angry about something i was yeah. not I was, I was just, just impressed. I'm, just, I'm not. I'm not even mad. I'm just impressed. Just impressed. <laughs> uh, so my daughter watched the last like I don't know 15 minutes of this movie, 
And uh, her face was just one of disgust for the whole thing. And she kept going, what? And then as soon as the movie ended and and the poster came up to show what it was looking like, she goes, it looks nothing like the poster. It, it doesn't really look doesn't. anything like this. And she's like, it should look exactly like it. Like she was so mad that it did the, not actually turn out like the poster. And I was like, welcome to my world. Oh my God. <laughs> you, you poor child. You, you poor innocent creature who have no fucking idea the world we live in. You have no yeah, idea the, what we do on a weekly basis. Yeah. The poster makes it look pretty legit. And like, even if you, you know, it's going to be like a, a schlocky horror movie about like, women in bikinis being eaten by a shark, it still like looks like it's going to be a pretty decent movie. And then the whole thing just has that kind of like not entirely in focus. Like they put a really weird hazy filter effect on it and like super, super like, like I said, D movie level quality on everything. Including like the sound was God awful. Oh, it was Uh, terrible. The mixing was so, so bad. They said that this movie was $300 Canadian Two thirds of which was spent on the model of the shark. Oh my god! Fucking you spent two hundred dollars on that shark. Get your money back. So man, I could buy a ten dollar shark on Amazon that looks better than that. So they essentially made this movie for a hundred Canadian, which Basically. is yeah. what like forty US. I will you know, credit where it's due. This is impressive for basically making it for free. Um, yeah. Yep. But also, like, I I can't imagine paying also, any more to make this movie. <laughs> so, all of that being said, we have to talk about the ending of this movie. Because yes, we do. This is another one of those movies that it ends, and you're like, but what the fuck? Because throughout the movie, there's this weird hooded figure who shows up only towards the end of the movie for no reason whatsoever. Like there's no purpose or explanation really about why this character starts showing up. It's just, he's the person who trapped the shark spirit in the board, which is something that the father figured out that somebody had to have done that. Yeah. But like he introduces himself as like having done that for, uh, to Jill, but like, again, like, no, like purpose? nothing beyond that doesn't tell us why doesn't yeah. tell us who he is doesn't tell what he was trying to accomplish anything just like yep that, and that's it yeah and so the very end of this movie uh the monk figure calls up uh and we see the white house and he calls up donald trump to <laughs> tell him that that he he did it that it's like mission accomplished and Trump, which first off is the worst fucking Trump impression I've ever heard in my life, but I'll so excuse bad. it because they're Canadian. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, it was the worst Trump impression ever. Uh, and then Trump is like the evil person behind the ghost shark, but like there's it doesn't really like it doesn't really make sense. I I don't get it. And no. like a lot of this movie, like it was just unnecessary. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then that's how the movie ends. It's yeah. That's just it. That's that's just it. It ends with a really bad Trump impression and bad Trump makeup, and the, the we're, we're left with with only Jill and uh, the the one police officer who looked like if you if like Robert Downey Jr. had to be George Lucas. <laughs> that's very accurate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, playing George Lucas, uh, but like like Tropic Thunder style, committed to the bit. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, full on. Yeah. Like, even off saying, like, no, you got to call me George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> or, no, you got to call me George Lucas. Um, uh, that was a perfect impression of George Lucas, by the way. Flawless. For anyone who doesn't know what he sounds like, that was exactly what he sounds like. Absolutely flawless. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so, that is a Ouija Shark. So, should you watch this movie? I don't know, man. Do you hate yourself? Yeah. My answer is goodbye. Uh, that is no, you absolutely should not watch this movie. It's not even worth it for the joke. Uh, honestly, whereas right. like, I think I could, I could possibly like maybe, maybe make a case for Noah shark. I can't make a case for this movie being watchable. So uh, where, um, maybe for the dad where, yeah, I mean, the dad does make it. I, yeah. I will give him that. Like, I would say that this would be one that I would have put on, uh, like one in the morning after like hanging out all night, drinking with friends in like my er- like early to mid twenties. Uh, I guess it would have been mid to late because I didn't drink until I was 25, but like <laughs> while hanging out late with friends, I would have put this on late at night. Like, Oh my God, guys, you gotta see, you gotta see Ouija shark. And like, we'd watch it and we'd think it was hilarious and then like go back and watch it later and be like, Oh my God, this was complete trash. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the scenario in which I could say, you know what? Fuck it. Like, put it on when you're hanging out with your friends and, like, no one actually cares about the movie and you're not really paying attention and you want something that's, like, almost funny. Yeah. I, I feel like this movie would have been better if it had either more blood or more nudity. I think either one would have made it more schlocky enough where I would have been like, okay, I see what you're after. Like you're a, you're just a, a blood bath, blood bath schlock film. Cool. But it's not even that when people die from the shark, they just literally disappear. Like, it's just like cut, disappear. That's it. Which again, I mean, that's that hundred dollars worth of effects. <laughs> right. Right. You know, uh, Give us something gratuitous. Please. Something, yeah. Whether it's <laughs> whether it's nudity or violence, if you're gonna make a movie like this, you gotta give us one or the other. That's all there is. To it. It's just that's it's, all there is to it. It's the rules. Yeah. We don't we don't make the rules. We, we just abide by them. We this do. This is the rules of of the films we've watched. I mean, we're on episode like 240 by now. Like we know what we're talking about, right? <laughs> I, I think this is 241. This is 241. We're we're 241, and technically we're even further than 241. We're really like 300 something. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> You got to do one or the other, right? We are <laughs> experts and pros at this. So uh, so there's Ouija Shark. So Ouija Shark, as mentioned, is streaming on places like Tubi TV and Pluto and uh, Freevee TV or whatever. Um, so if you're the That's... type of person that watches movies after we review them, that is where you can watch it should you choose to. Um, but uh, other than that, uh, th- there it is. We've got two more uh, movies left. And the next one is called Bad CGI Sharks, which already... It sounds like this movie is going to be one where it's very well aware of what it is, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. but we'll see. We'll see. Do they pull it off, or is it going to be another Ouija shark where they they can't really fully decide what kind of movie they made? Or are we going to get another Velocipaster? Peter Whitaker, the guy who plays the uh, the police officer? Yeah. His IMDb photos alternate between like getting ready for a Civil War reenactment and like bad Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. He looks, he looks like either way, he looks full on villainous. 
I, you know what? I feel I like was, he was he was dramatically underused in this film. Definitely. So I was at a uh, charity event um, uh, yesterday, which is why I'm a little bit uh, sunburned, even though I did do sunscreen all day. Mm. Um, and there, a hundred percent, was a dead ringer match for Rip Taylor, and Amazing. I was like any fucking minute this dude's gonna throw confetti at someone and i i followed him around that that event being like <laughs> i'm gonna get because i was i was you know doing social media things so i was like keeping track of it and i was like any minute now this guy is gonna throw confetti and i need to be there when it happens to be like rip taylor isn't dead he is this guy right here he is alive and well in syracuse new york golfing for camp kids oh amazing that would have been great that would have been great he never did by the way but no. he looked exactly like him and it was fantastic i mean it, like if i looked just like somebody famous i would totally like cop their bit in public and just like just lean into it yeah Oh, totally. Just but, like the that uh um what's her name? The Scarlett Johansson lookalike <laughs> on TikTok. Like just fucking you just do it. The Harley the uh Harley Quinn one or what's her name? Um yeah. Margot Robbie one. Mm, Margot like, Robbie. Just lean into it. Yeah. Absolutely. At that <laughs> point. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um yeah, did so we, there it is, everyone. Yeah. So did we do it? Are we did I we think we it? did it. We, we did it. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> there it is, everyone. Thanks a lot for uh, for listening. We super appreciate it. If you have not hit that subscribe button, make sure to do so. Um, you know, we we really appreciate it. And of course, if you're on a platform that has the ability to leave rating and reviews, make sure to do that as well. Um, we're also on YouTube. Uh, our, our bonus episodes that drop every Thursday drop over on our YouTube channel. You can go to nsrad.io slash YouTube, um, mm-hmm. and that'll bring you right to the Night Shift Radio uh, YouTube account. Um, uh, and you can, uh, uh, subscribe there and get, uh, uh, our bonus episodes. We talk about kind of anything that's happening in pop culture at the moment. Uh, our, uh, last bonus episode, I know I at least talked about, uh, Neil Gaiman's, uh, Sandman on Netflix. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Caleb talked about the thing that he talked about. Cause we're definitely not recording this well <laughs> in advance before we recorded that episode. That's true. We wouldn't do that. We wouldn't do that because that's just unprofessional. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, so so there it is. Everyone, again, thanks a lot for watching, or thanks a lot for listening, and as always, make sure to share with 100,000 of your closest ghost sharks. And then they'll do the same, and then those people will do the same, and before you know it, we'll have reached everyone. Every single ghost shark via Ouija board. That's including, the way Including John Migliori, who wrote, directed, and starred in The Demon Weed uh, as the character Cash Flipside. Cash Flipside could know about our podcast if you told 100,000 of your closest friends. Caleb, kill me. I can't. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even do it. All right, there it is, everyone. Thanks a lot for joining us, and we will see you next time. You are about to enter a world unlike any other, a world where terror and imagination collide, where nearly anything is possible. This is Night Shift Radio Presents Suspense. I'm your host, Caleb. Allow me to welcome you back to the theater of the mind as we bring you this classic series from the golden age of radio. We've resurrected all of the available original episodes, unaltered, for the sole purpose of introducing a new generation of listeners to this magical world. Dubbed Radio's Outstanding Theater of Thrills, Suspense originally ran from 1940 through 1962, culminating in 946 episodes and featuring renowned voice talent from the worlds of cinema and radio. The many tales of suspense span across mystery, sci-fi, fantasy, and horror, 
all sharing the common goal of hooking the listener until the very end. It is my sincere hope that this show can inspire and entertain you as it did my younger self and so many others. So be sure to subscribe for new episodes daily, wherever you get podcasts. And now, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and set your imagination free in a world of mystery, intrigue, and yes, suspense. Suspense.